Hello and welcome to the Butt Show. I take it back. I eat butt crow. I'm Daniel Butt, and on this episode, I'm going to tell you what I know about slapstick. I haven't done any research. As always, I'm talking out of my butt. Okay. Slapstick is a genre of comedy defined by over-the-top physicality. It is one of the oldest forms of comedy because it transcends language. The name actually comes from one of its early uses, when a primitive man slapped another primitive man across the face with a thin branch, and then they were both mauled by a saber-toothed tiger. You're probably familiar with many traditional slapstick jokes from Saturday morning cartoons like slipping on a banana peel, stepping on a rake, walking into a closed glass door, falling downstairs, a projectile to the groin, tax fraud, and dramatically dropping a carefully balanced tray of hot soup in expensive china bowls. Some slapstick comedy can be purely visual, while others can rely on sound gags. Think of all the satisfying noises the Three Stooges made when they smacked each other, or the onomatopoetic title cards from the Batman cartoon fights, or the music video for Kevin Federline's Popozel. Now you may think from all the examples I've used so far that slapstick comedy requires some element of violence, and this isn't true. In fact, a lot of slapstick comedy succeeds where there isn't a perceived risk of physical danger in cartoonish comedy. And any discussion about comedy must include the television program America's Funniest Home Videos. It was where short clips of unintentional humor went before YouTube, and also where washed-up television personalities went to host before Dancing with the Stars. Videos provided by dads with camcorders were organized into a few predictable categories, almost all of which were considered slapstick comedy. And what made it marketable to all ages during primetime TV was that the situations depicted were never dangerous. At worst, someone might embarrass themselves at their wedding, a small vehicle might tip over, or a baby might never get over any emotional scarring created by immortalizing their one-time goof and their social abilities will be severely stunted. Even the footage of dads getting hit in the nuts wasn't dangerous. Every dad whose kid whacks a t-ball right into his crotch has already decided to never have children again. At the other end of the slapstick television spectrum is Jackass. Every bit of physical comedy in that show was, indeed, dangerous, from the ingesting of harmful substances to guys experiencing physical trauma to their nuts. While certainly successful slapstick, both commercially and in the sense that each jackass cast member appears to be 20 years older than he really is, the element of real danger and consequences decreases the playfulness that true slapstick sets out to achieve. A common maxim of comedy, and in fact most media, is to show instead of tell, while more recently this is appropriate because the adult literacy rate in the United States is dramatically low, it's always been easier to appeal to audiences by showing the joke to them instead of making them think about it. Slapstick succeeds because it is entirely demonstrative, never narrated. The New York Daily News is slapstick. The New York Magazine is not. And, by the virtue of me talking so much about it, neither is this podcast. And that's all I know about slapstick. Huh. Sounds like I've got an incoming butt dial. Hey, Dan, this is Mike from Ableton, Long Island. Second time, long time. I got a fresh one for you. Would you rather play for the Mets but have to eat deep dish pizza only? Or would you rather play for any other team but have a million dollars added to your bank account tax-free every weekday? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Thanks to Mike for their call. 
To submit a topic for a future episode or to listen to previous episodes, go to thebuttshow.com. Take care, everyone.